Hey guys, welcome to the Midwest Hunting and Fishing Podcast. This is Brent with a fishing report for July 5th, 2017. If you'd only like to listen to a portion of the podcast, click on the details below and you'll be able to find drop times for each area. Remember to stay up to date on the latest hunting and fishing news at MidwestHuntFish.com. If you'd like to subscribe to the podcast, search Midwest Hunting and Fishing on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to show us what you catch each week by using the hashtag MidwestHuntFish on Facebook and Instagram. It is definitely going to be a hot one this next week, guys. When you're out on the water, make sure to uh, bring your sunscreen with or long sleeve shirts and a hat and uh, enough water to keep you hydrated while you're out on the water. They're talking temperatures in the uh, low to mid, even high 90s this whole next week. So make sure to be safe when you're out on the water. Let's head up to northern Minnesota where it's hopefully a little bit cooler than uh, down here in South Dakota and check in with Jared Houston in the Duluth Superior area. What's the report this week, Jared? Hey everyone, Jared Houston calling from the Great Twin Ports region, Arrowhead region of Lake Superior with this week's fishing report. Say Lake Superior has been a hot bite. Um, we've noticed that the salmon have started moving up the North Shore. They are now in the realm of two harbors and beyond. Trolling lead core or snap weights at that 10 feet down to 40 feet down has been key. Um, you know, a, a fast troll about two miles an hour to two and a half, even three miles an hour is good getting some cold salmon that way. And guys are getting lake trout on downriggers if you wanted to go deeper, um, that sort of stuff. So that's good there in Lake Superior. We're also getting a uh, south shore walleye bite. Um, not a lot of numbers of fish being caught, but quality fish. Great fish for the camera and then a quick release. Uh, the weather obviously is getting warm now, so it's important that you handle the fish properly and take care of them so mortality rates are low and that sort of stuff. Uh, St. Louis River bite continues to be good, even though we got some muddied up waters from the rain. Uh, the Nemagi River and Louise Bay and even in the South Shore entry areas are muddied, uh, chocolate, chocolate milk color, but if you got a loud, obnoxious lure, crankbait, something that makes a lot of noise, you still catch fish. On the upper section of the river, we're doing quite well. Multi-species, soft plastics, um, just jigging off of uh, shorelines. Uh, not, nothing out of the ordinary there. And the inland lake continues to be the best fight, and it always will be. Uh, it is important to get out early in the morning to avoid that boat traffic. And then if you want to, you know, go back to the afternoon, take an afternoon nap, and then get back for the later bite, um, that's good, too. And it also uh, makes it for cooler conditions when you're fishing, so you have to deal with the sun. So that's what we got from the Twin Ports. Uh, if you have any more questions, information, look us up, www.houstonguideservice.com or call 218-393-4962. Take care, anglers. Houston out. Thanks, Jared. Let's head over to the Leech Lake area and check in with Jason Freed. What's the report this week, Jason? Hey there, Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Right now, still a lot of bug hatches going on, especially on the main lake. And uh, with that comes... As an angler, you have to be incredibly diverse and you have to be willing to try different things and have multiple presentations ready in your boat. So what's working on Leech Lake right now? Fish are off in 18 to 20 feet of water on most days when it's fairly calm, which we haven't had too many of those. If not, on those windy days, move up into 12 to 16 feet of water. The edges of the reefs or anywhere where you can find mud transitions is gonna be key because that's where those bug hatches are taking place. So what's working? Uh, right now, the number one presentation is a slow death. 
uh, on a bottom bouncer or slow death with a smile blade uh, with a crawler, a piece of crawler, or pulling a Lindy rig with a leech or a smile blade or any kind of small spinner blade uh, with a leech or a minnow at times is going to work. Covering ground is the name of the game. If you find those fish and you don't catch them on a spinner or a slow death, slow down, use the Lindy rig. A jig and a crawler is also another good presentation to use when the bugs are hatching. Uh, if you don't want to fish those areas, Walker Bay, shoreline breaks, 18 to 25 feet of water, Lindy rigs and chubs, Lindy rigs and leeches or crawlers, or get up in the cabbage weed, slip bobbers and leeches, or pitching a jig and a leech in the cabbage can also be a great presentation this time of year. So get up here, give it a try. There's still a lot of, big, a lot of good fishing to be had, uh, and give us a shout if you want to get out. Thanks, Jason. Make sure to be uh, moving a lot and trying all sorts of different presentations now with that bug hatching going on on Leech Lake. Uh, Got to be mobile out there. But let's head down to central South Dakota and check in with Brian Bashor. What's the report this week, Brian? Hey, guys. Hope you had a great Fourth of July weekend. I know I did. I spent a lot of time in the water and caught a lot of fish. So the uh, weather was pretty good. Uh, the bite is uh, very, uh, very good as well. So some stable weather usually moves in in July and August, and that's kind of been what we got going on. Um, which also kind of stabilizes the bite a little bit as well. So you have a heat wave coming this week, um, so be uh, prepared for that and pack yourself plenty of fluids and sunscreen and some uh, uh, some uh, nice long sleeve shirts and hats are going to be definitely in order. So we got some temperatures reaching 100. Um, Dana Lewis and Clark bite still strong, still fishing, uh, catching them up in the chutes, pretty shallow on crankbaits. Uh, Berkeley flicker shad seem to be the hot bait. Um, pulling bouncers and some Northland real image spinners is working as well. As well as the jig and crawler bite up there is still pretty pretty good. Uh, any of the shoots kind of in that four to eight foot range is working pretty well. On the main lake part, there's a nice bite of white bass walleye going along the whole South Dakota shore pretty much, all the way from Gavin's all the way up past the, the Boy Scout camp area, trolling crankbaits through there as well. Uh, they're suspended, so when you're marking a lot of fish, you don't need to get to the big marks on the bottom. The ones that are higher up are the ones that are feeding, so... Uh, run that drone lead core is working real well and just kind of run it about midway through the water column. You can pull bouncers and some slow death down on the bottom as well and get and uh, hopefully get some reaction bites from some of those bigger walleye that aren't moving up to feed yet. Uh, Francis, Francis Case, as always, that bite's always been strong. Uh, out in front of Snake Creek over some trees has uh, been a pretty decent bite. Flicker minnows are working well out there. Uh, down at Pease Creek is always a great place to target this time of year. Uh, same deal, get out, find your tree line and pull some crankbaits or even some, put some three or four ounce bottom bouncers on and pull those bottom bouncers across those tree tops with slow death or spinners. Uh, get, get yourself some bigger fish that way for sure. And then back in the bays, look for the smallmouth. They'll start to go pretty good. Um, as well as that time of year to start matching the hatch, you'll start seeing some of the small fry of the year coming out the shad. So look for the white bass chasing those to the surface. And don't be afraid to just cast right in there. You'll hit some white bass, but if you can get through the white bass, the walleye will be underneath them, um, eating on the uh, the bait that the white bass are knocking down. It's kind of a easy dinner for them. So, um, Brian, I'm sure the walleye guys out here on the Missouri River in South Dakota will see you on the water. Thanks, Brian. That's a great tip on hitting those a little bit higher up fish that are actively feeding instead of targeting after those bottom ones. Let's head over to southeastern South Dakota and check in with. Todd Highcamp. What's the report this week, Todd? Well, folks, Mother Nature definitely cooperated with us this past weekend, this past holiday weekend, and uh, for many people it was an extended weekend with uh, Monday being taken off by a lot of people, and honestly the fish really cooperated in many areas. A lot of people had some luck despite the heat, and guess what, we're getting into that summer pattern now, so keep that in mind as we move forward throughout the month of July. As far as the lakes producing fish uh, up in the northeast, uh, Wabay really started to take off this past week as well as Bitter continues to produce fish. 
and I'm talking walleyes that is, and Indian Springs, Enemy Swim, Lynn, and Pickerel all have done the same. Other lakes down the southeastern part of the state that continue to produce walleyes include 81 Ponds, uh, Ponson, Dry Lake by Willow Lake, Thompson, Oakwood, Sinai, Madison, Beaver, Island, and Twin. And remember, Twin is the trophy lake uh, that every fish has to be over 28 inches or, or more to, uh, to keep it, so keep that in mind. Now, what have guys been using on the lakes around here in the eastern half of the state? A lot of spinners now with live bait, leeches or crawlers, definitely seem to be the way to go. Other guys are pulling some plugs, whether or not it's flicker shads, uh, hornets, uh, or the shadow dancers. Uh, those are three main plugs. And then also guys are casting X-wraps into the shallows and having some luck yet, despite the warmer water temperatures. So again, don't discount the shallow water bite. Then the Missouri River guys are doing really well out there, and a lot of guys now are uh, pulling plugs over the trees, so keep that in mind. So be, uh, bandits and reef runners really come in handy if you do not use lead core. And then as far as the crappie bite is concerned, uh, lakes continue to produce uh, crappie include uh, Ponset, Thompson, Sinai, Alvin, as well as Henry. And then as far as the perch bite is concerned, uh, a lot of lakes really haven't produced many perch, a few here and there. So keep that in mind. But uh, what guys have been using are a lot of uh, pilkies as well as uh, shiny heinies uh, seem to be doing the trick with live bait. Thanks, Todd. Sounds like the walleye bite is still going strong in the area. Make sure to be using spinners with live baits as those seem to be working the best in the area. I'd like to thank those that contributed to this week's podcast. Jared Houston with Houston's Guide Service, Jason Freed with Leisure Outdoor Adventures, Brian Bashor with The Walleye Guys, and Todd Highcamp with Dakota Angler. You can find links to their websites in the description below. I hope you all have a great week. Stay cool out there, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye.